Welcome to Faith at Eight. I'm Shanna. I'm Jill. We are two friends helping turn your eyes from the world to the Word through candid conversations fueled by Jesus and more Jesus. Okay, so let's start with um, who names their kid Hagar? Like, if you think you have it, like, I remember as a kid being called Shanna, Shanna Banana. Obviously, now I have decided to monopolize on that. Um, capitalism is a good thing. But I remember as a kid being called Shanna Banana. But thank you, Jesus, I wasn't named Hagar. I, I often wonder that as I'm going through the Bible and looking <laughs> at names. And, you know, Jeff and I, we have the resume test. Okay. You know, make sure that the name, would you be hired based off of the name seen on a resume? And I just feel like Hagar might not have passed the test. Yeah, maybe not. I've been like, mm, not sure. But Hagar, we learn a lot from. We do. And I think she's a really great example that our sins affect others. Because I think times we mm-hmm. think that it only affects us. But Sarah's sin, we talked about last episode, mm-hmm. affected her. Yes. Deeply. Yes. And the, the story and really putting yourself in that position of being like, she had no choice, right? Mm-hmm. She was Sarah's mistress. And so she had to do what she was told. And yes. to be told, you have to sleep with my, my husband and bear a child. <laughs> like, just thinking about going in those shoes and being like, this is what I have to do because this is what I'm being told. I can't imagine what goes through your head. Yeah. And, and, to think that in that time, that was very, com- like, yes. you, it was very common for yes. you to be in that position. It was very common that you just said yes. And it's so funny because we live in a, we live in a society now. I don't know if funny is the right word, but we live in a society now where, like, we're like, well, I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to do it. And we, we just, we, we think we're so oppressed and we mm-hmm. think we're like, what is that hashtag? First world problems. Like, oh, we have all these problems. Right. We don't got Hagar problems. Right. But you're right. You know, at that time, this is what was yeah. accepted. This is what you did. So we look back at it and be like, ooh, that might. But for Hagar, she's like, this is what, what I've got to do. Not seeing the full spectrum of, yes. of obviously, this was all within God's plan. It was Absolutely. what was supposed to happen. And so when we get to see it from that view, we can see how God was truly working through Hagar. See, and I look at it a little different. I think that it's it wasn't part of God's plan. Sarah didn't go by God's plan, but God can still use it. Right. And I think, uh, because I think there is sometimes like, okay, God, like, why was this part of your plan? But I think, mm-hmm. you know, so so how often in our own lives, based on our own sin or someone else's sin, we do find ourselves in a position where we feel trapped, we feel desperate, we feel out of control, mm-hmm. and we forget that even in those times, God still sees us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's truly the beauty um, with Hagar is understanding like God saw her through the entire thing. The situation was not something that she probably asked for, right? It was a situation she was placed in and she just had complete faith that this was going to turn out for what God had planned for her. Yeah. And for me, it reminded me that I I think sometimes we think, oh, it was easier back then. No. Um, but even now in 2021, or if you go all the way back then to when this happened Bible, even then, uh, relationships and circumstances were complicated. Yes. And, and her relationship and her circumstances were complicated and God still saw her, but also she still had to call out. Like he only came to her mm-hmm. when she cried out. And so we sometimes sit in our mess that we've made because <laughs> she made it, um, her and Sarah, 
So we sit in this mess that we've made, mm -hmm. and then we get mad because God doesn't just come to us. And it's like, he sees us. He's just yep. waiting for us to be like, dear Jesus, I need you. God, I screwed some stuff up again. Yep. If you could please come and help me, that would be great. And just thinking of those times in our life, like, right, we may not be Hagar, but there yes. are situations in our life where we are Hagar. And are we truly going to him? Are we leaning in? Are we mm -hmm. crying out? Are we saying, this is above, this is above my pay grade. <laughs> like, help me. Yes. Help me because I don't know what the answer is. I'm at my wit's end. And are you truly calling out or are you still leaning on your own human understanding or your own human control of, I need this to happen, so I'm going to make this happen. Yeah, and oftentimes we're trying to make it happen instead of going to God. Yeah. So I can think of so many times in my life where... I made a mess or maybe I just encountered someone that helped me make a mess. We made it together that I was angry at God for not fixing it, but I never actually asked him to help me fix it. Mm -hmm. I never actually asked for his will to be over that part of my life or that area of my life. And sometimes we don't want to listen to the answer. Absolutely. Right? Like I'm sure Sarah was like, okay, I know what you told me, but this isn't happening on my timeline. So that must be it must mean there's something wrong. So I'm going to take it into my own hands because maybe that's what's supposed to happen. Not yeah. t stepping back and saying, I don't really know if this is what God would actually want yeah. to happen. God doesn't so need our help. We're just going to, we're going to, we need his, but he doesn't necessarily need ours. <laughs> but I do. I love that overriding theme of, um, he sees you right where yes. you are. He will provide water in the wilderness and hope for your soul. And when I think of water in the wilderness, I think of so many times I've been so lost and continue, mm -hmm. you know, on the daily, there are parts of my day where I feel yes. so lost. And where am I going to seek that refreshment and that nourishment? And where am I actually going? Is it back to, um, habits that appease me in that moment? Mm -hmm. Or am I sitting in that and saying, you know what, this may be challenging right now, but maybe God is trying to show me something. And, and I like what you say there, because how often is it that we think, but I've messed up too bad. Yeah. I've made too many mistakes. I really just messed it up on a, on a level that I just can't, it can't even be fixed. And it's like, no, no, he sees that you've messed up and he mm -hmm. sees that you keep messing up and that you're just making it worse and worse and worse and worse. And, um all you have to do is call for him. Like mm -hmm. he's seeing it all happen. He's just waiting for you to actually call and say, okay, God, I need you. Um, it it kind of reminds me, this might sound funny, but like my daughters have long hair. My one daughter has very long hair. And she doesn't quite brush it the way she should, as in like at all. And so she'll wait until it gets naughty. And I'm like, my love, like you really, your hair is a hot mess express. You really need to brush it. And then she will sit there and not really brush it, just kind of play with it. And she'll just really be making it worse and worse and worse and worse. And now it's in such a knotted mess and she'll then call for me. And it's like, you know, if you really would have said this to me like 20 minutes ago, this would have probably been a lot better than if you waited till you messed it up to this degree that now I'm like threatening. Yes. Yes. I threatened my shoulder. I'm like threatening her. Like, I think we need to cut your hair. Like, cause this is not working for me. Yeah. But, and it sounds like a silly analogy. I think in the, in the, in the small scope, but when we really think that's our lives, like mm -hmm. he's up there watching us and we're just making it worse and worse and worse. And he just like, anytime you can keep putting knots in that hair, you uh -huh. could just call me and be like, God. And, and just in case anyone hasn't heard the analogy, is it an analogy? I don't know. But, um, I once listened to a, a great Bible teacher and she said about how part of her 
seminary is she actually went to Israel and she followed um, shepherds that, that shepherded sheep. And what she learned through that and through that experience is um, when lambs get lost, because we say that, you know, sheep, lambs, lambs are the babies, sheep are the big I only learned that recently in homeschool. I never knew they were two different animals. Um, so when when one gets lost, it doesn't wander around and look for the shepherd. It, it just stays where it's at and it calls out. And so that, you know, when she finally, when Hagar finally stopped and just called out, God was like, God literally was right there. There was a vision of God right there in front of her. Yeah. It was when she was trying to fix it and make it, do it on her own that he was watching and waiting for her to just call out. And it's like, so often we're like, God, I'm waiting for you. He's like, no, no, <laughs> you're not waiting for me. I'm waiting for you yeah. to call out. And I think that's always such a, a good reflection of wait, he's waiting on us. And, you know, with this too, I think of, of Hagar is she followed all of the things that Sarah had told her, right? Yes. She continued to follow. She was obedient. Um, she was faithful through all that. And then Sarah treats her, like horribly, crap. like just yeah. horribly. And it's like, get out, get, you know, all of that, even though she was doing exactly what Sarah had wanted. And Sarah was essentially getting what she wanted, right. what she thought she wanted, but to see Hagar's obedience and just through it all say, okay, I'm doing what I am quote unquote supposed to do. And yet, um, I'm still going to God when things aren't going or looking like they should be like, they're going in a positive direction because they probably did not feel very positive. Yeah. And I think it's a, how often is it that we're we're doing what we think we're supposed to be doing and things don't look the way we want them to so we think that we're doing something wrong like like god promised her that that she would he would do things in her life and in her moments of doubt um even though she was doing it didn't look the way she wanted it to yes. therefore she doubted god instead of just saying no no god is faithful and he he is faithful mm-hmm. Um, so there were times where maybe if she caught out sooner, she could have saved herself some time and trouble. Right. Gotten some. How many times could we do that? Yeah. How many times do we get stuck? And that's where the beauty of going Daily. through Daughters of Grace is not to say, oh, these are great stories about people in the stories. Bible. It's These are little parts of us, mm-hmm. right? Every single woman that we are talking about, we should reflect and say, I'm learning something because mm-hmm. this is a part of me. Or, you know, I'm going to learn how um, to deal with certain situations. And it's that reflection. It's not just, okay, this was Hagar and this was Sarah and this was their situation. This is all applied to today. Yes, I think it is a really great way to see God's character mm-hmm. and, and who he was and how he uses even women in the Bible. Because I think mm-hmm. sometimes we don't realize that because they're, they're not the disciples. And also for us to mature in our relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Because it reminds us, okay, so he is the God who sees. Mm-hmm. So is it that, um, is it that God's not with me, or is that he's seeing me make all these mistakes and he's just waiting for me to call out so he can use them for his glory and my good? And it's such a pivotal moment when you start realizing, yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, it's up to you. Like God's sitting there waiting, and I, I always reflect on how patient God was, especially with me, and continues to be so. Mm-hmm. But for years, when I just was completely blind to him mm-hmm. being right there, when I was in, you know, the the darkest moments, and just thinking, you know, what is going on? I'm so alone, and yet I wasn't alone. That was mm-hmm. my human form saying, I am alone. But in reality, it was up to me to call out. Yeah, and and have that understanding that he's right there, just waiting for us. But that's on us. Absolutely.
Oh, Hagar. Poor Hagar. Teaching us such lessons. Like, why didn't God change her name? Like, of all the people that needed a name change in the Bible, <laughs> it might have been Hagar. Sorry. But now we'll forever remember Hagar, right? Yeah. So. I just feel bad for her. Like, sorry gets Sarah and she gets stuck with Hagar. It's okay, God. I get it. You had a plan. Definitely. I just sometimes wonder. So we never forget. All right. We won't. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all the blessings that you continue to pour out over us, Lord. You are a magnificent God, a God of all the creation, Lord, and we're so grateful that you give us great new grace every day, Lord. It never runs out. It never runs dry. Thank you for those blessings. Thank you that even when we get it so wrong, Lord, so we wrong. make so many mistakes, Father, that you still are the God that sees. You, sees a, you see us right where we're at, and you're just waiting for us to call out. And when we call out, Lord, you are right there for us. You're right there waiting to take what we've made a mess of and use it for your glory and our good. We're so blessed to be in your presence. We're so blessed to be able to um, say your name, Lord. And we're so blessed for all the blessings that you give us through these words on uh, Daughters of Grace, Lord. Let us see your character. Let us mature in our relationship with you in each step. We're so grateful to you. We're so grateful to your one and only son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for us, even though we didn't deserve it then, and we don't deserve it now. And it is in His name, your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for a great chat. Yeah, good times. See you tomorrow. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, there's a few things we would love for you to do. Share with a friend, like, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube or Apple Podcast, which has new episodes every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, or find us live on Instagram on Fridays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Whatever you do, do it in faith.